Hi, and welcome to this week's podcast, which is all about offloading stress sensibly. So these are going to be my top 10 tips for how to deal sensibly with stress once you have it. It's not about preventing stress, which is clearly the best route to take, but we're all human and we will get stressed from time to time. So here are my top 10 tips for effective ways of dealing with stress once it's in you, for for getting back to being normal. So my top 10 tips for offloading stress sensibly. Tip number one, talk it through with somebody. And by that I mean talk through how you're feeling and discuss what the consequences of it might be in a way that's mature and adult adult. Don't dump all over somebody. Don't just explode over somebody. Don't just vent over them, certainly without permission. It's horrible for the other person because they can see your pain, but they also don't like to be treated in that way. So have an adult-to-adult conversation about how you're feeling and give the other person a chance to respond empathetically to what you're saying. So tip number one, talk things through, don't dump. Tip number two, if you are the kind of person who does need to explode, who, if you like, contains it for a while and then it just gets too much and you just need to let rip to vent, to uh, to just empty the bucket, as it were, then okay, it's quite cathartic to do that and it's also good for you in health terms because you're not uh, suppressing it or, or letting it fester. So venting can be very healthy and very cathartic. The key tip here is do it in a safe place and a private place so that nothing else and no one else gets damaged. So, you know, shout into a pillow, throw the pillow against the wall, have a good cry. And we say the phrase good cry because it does good things for you to help release the tension and stress. So if you're the kind of person who needs to explode, who needs to rant or have a vent, that's fine. But do it in a safe environment where there's no damage to others and, of course, no damage to yourself. So tip number three, kill the cause. Stress doesn't come out of nowhere. We're not naturally stressed people. Something triggers the stress. So one of the best ways of dealing with stress is to work out where this has come from. Now, it may not be possible to work that out whilst you're stressed, but as soon as you've delivered the stress, got rid of the stress, let the stress go, moved on, think back, where did that come from? What was it that brought all that about? Because if you can address the cause, you address the effect. And since stress is always the effect of something, then identifying and killing the cause will kill the effect. So tip number three, kill the cause. Tip number four is something you may have heard about on other podcasts of mine, which is a program interrupt. As you start to feel yourself becoming stressed, divert yourself with what we call a program interrupt. It's a bit like uh, on a newscast, somebody might say, we interrupt this program to bring you an announcement. It's a program interrupt, which means that once you're starting to get hooked on being stressed, you're in a particular pattern or program. That's something that you typically do, routinely do, as a normal way of dealing with the the provocation that's creating the stress. So if you don't like that feeling and you don't want to deal with stress in the way you're about to deal with it, devise for yourself a program interrupt, something that will stop you 
and get you to move onto something more constructive. So my own program interrupt, if I'm feeling stressed, is to have a flashing neon red sign in my head, which simply says, stop, stop, stop. So as I start to feel and recognize myself getting stressed, I just flash this sign in front of me, from my head. Stop, 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 stop. And then I go into what's called a, um, a problem-solving pattern. So I'm replacing one pattern, getting stressed, worrying, anxiety, with another pattern, which is problem-solving. And it's a five-step approach, which is, what's the problem? Why is it a problem? What are my options? Which of those options do I prefer? Then get on with that option. So quickly again, what's the problem? Why is it a problem? What are my options? Which of those options do I prefer? Then put that option into practice. And whilst I'm dealing with that, that process of thinking through the problem and trying to solve it, I actually stop getting stressed and worried because I'm doing something constructive with my energy rather than destructive. So tip number four is devise and use a program interrupt, particularly if you know that the, the path you're heading down is destructive either for you or for other people and you don't want that to happen. So if you know you're set for a, a course that's not helpful, interrupt that particular pattern or program and replace it with something more constructive in your head. Tip number five, <clears throat> release the stress you're feeling through exercise. Now, there's nothing profound or new about that, but it's still worth adding in my top 10. So there are lots and lots of ways in which you can uh, release through exercise. You can go for a walk. You can take the stairs instead of the lift. You can go for a walk around the building every lunchtime or possibly every, every hour and a half you have a 10 minute break. And what you do in that 10 minute break or even five minute break is up to you, but make sure it's releasing. So you could do a body shakedown. You could uh, walk from one end of the corridor or from the open plan office to the other. Um, you, you could do almost anything. It's, you're really bounded only by the limits of your imagination and the space you have available. Um, one of the, the tips we often use is no one should sit in one place without moving for more than an hour. So every hour, make sure you have a five minute movement even if it's just going and making a cup of coffee or a cup of tea, you're moving, you're stretching, you're using your body with exercise. So tip number five is release any stress you're feeling through exercise. Tip number six, laugh a lot. Um, one of the great releases of stress is to laugh. And there's two things to do there. One is to always have something in mind or available, perhaps on your iPhone, perhaps on your computer, that will that you can click onto and will make you smile make you laugh um so you might find a, a, that you have a, a a funny video mine is the death star canteen sketch by uh, eddie Izzard. always makes me laugh faulty towers where um basil faulty is, is is thrashing the car with a with a branch always makes me smile it's it's, it's a kind of program interrupt it's that i mentioned earlier it 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 stops you dwelling on the negative of stress and just gives you the the release you know of, of a different set of chemicals involved in laughing and I think pretty much certainly everybody feels better having had a good laugh so the first tip on laughter is to have something available that you know will make you laugh or at least smile and the second one is to get a sense of humorous perspective on on whatever it is that's getting you stressed you know in the big scheme of things how how significant 
is what you're worrying about today. You know, sometimes you can smile at yourself for the state you're getting into over actually when you look back at it tomorrow will seem to be nothing, will seem to be trivial. So just take a, a better perspective on, on what you're feeling and see if you can minimize it and, and push it away from you so it's really small and insignificant. So tip number six, smile and laugh more. Tip number seven is meditate. <clears throat> now, meditation isn't everybody's cup of tea, but it really is helpful for some people to just put yourself into a quiet place, a restful place, and meditate. And if you're not quite clear about meditation, then possibly mindfulness. There's a lot of information now on, on Google about how to take mindfulness into action and you don't need long and you don't need any equipment for it you just need to be able to alter your state of the way in which you approach thinking about things so this is not going to be a mindful or a meditation session it's just to say that meditation and mindfulness are both used as a way of releasing stress so if you've not tried either and you tend to get stressed my advice is give it a shot look it up on google or check in your organisation if there's somebody coaching in those areas and, and perhaps sign up. So tip number seven, meditate or practice mindfulness. And tip number eight and tip number nine are both about the same thing called mental mastery, which is in order for you to be stressed, the command system has to come from your head, from your, from your mind. The body reacts only when it's been given the instruction from the head, if you like, from the headquarters. To, to get into stress. So the first uh, tip of, of mental mastery is to think about the consequences of what will follow if you get stressed. So it's worth thinking now about if you were getting stressed or are in stress, what are some of the consequences for that? And are there any positives? And perhaps more likely, are there any negatives? So think now, whilst you're not stressed, what are some of the consequences of getting stressed? You perhaps don't perform as well as you would ordinarily. You get more easily distracted. You can't concentrate as much. You get tired. So sometimes it's useful to put your mind into consequence mode rather than here and now mode. Future mode, if you like, rather than present mode. So just have a think about if I get stressed, this is what's going to happen. If I don't want those things to happen, maybe it's a good idea not to get stressed. That gives you a kind of incentive for not being stressed and working out what are the things you can do to prevent getting stressed in the first place. So tip number eight is mental mastery number one, which is consider consequences. And tip number nine, mental mastery number two, is what we call a reframe. So very often when you're stressed, it's because something negative is in your head. Something you're worried about, something you're anxious about, something that you have framed negatively. And so one mental mastery technique is to frame it positively. So whilst I might at the moment be thinking negatively about a circumstance, and that is making me stressed, what might happen in this circumstance that could be positive? Is there anything in the situation that I can take forward as a positive? So reframe from the negative, which is creating the stress, to a positive. You know, um, some people will get, for example, stressed about uh, a change in working conditions and will dwell on that because it's something they're not comfortable with or they anticipate being negative or whatever. But, you know, 
Life's like that. Changes all around us. We don't know if the change in working conditions will actually be better or worse. We just don't know. Let's wait and find out. And I still have the job and a lot of people don't have jobs and I still find it easy enough to commute to work and I have a loving and a caring family and so on and so on and so on. Just accentuate the positives, as the song says, rather than dwell on potential negatives. And and the trick with that, uh, from the example I've just given, is that you're anticipating future potential negatives. And the reframe I'm suggesting is to acknowledge current actual positives. When you get stressed, you're often trading future potential negatives for the actual current positives. Just let's take take stock of what we've got going on that's really helpful. Our health, our well-being, our family, our relationships, our job. They're all things that we can put on the, the credit side of our, our life balance. And make sure you don't neglect them just by drifting into emphasising the potential downside of a particular circumstance. So that's tip number nine, reframe. And tip number 10, it's a phrase I use a lot, is what works, works. We're, we're all unique, we're all individual, and what works as a stress management tool for one person may be completely useless for somebody else. So all I'm going to leave you with on tip 10 is find out what works best for you. It may not be the same as, as what works for other people, it may be one of the things on this list of 10. It may be something different. But find out what works and then embed that as part of your common practice. I know that if and when I start to get stressed, it helps if I do X. Then make sure X is always available. As long as it's constructive and health-giving, then work out what works, works. And stick with it. So embed the habit of what works, works. And make sure you're choosing what works because it works not drifting into something that doesn't work so make a conscious choice every time that if and when you're getting stressed you will choose the best response for you so that's it those are my top 10 tips let me just run through them again tip number one is talk it through but don't dump on people tip number two if you're an exploding type of person then that's fine but do it safely Tip number three, identify then kill the cause of your stress. Tip number four, create a program interrupt. The old-fashioned count to ten is exactly that. Tip number five, release your stress through exercise. And there are loads of options for doing that. Tip number six, laughter is really good stress release. So either have something to hand that you know will make you laugh or just get a sense of perspective on what it is you're getting stressed about. Will it really matter that much tomorrow or next week? Tip number seven, consider meditation or mindfulness. Tip number eight, the first of the mental mastery suggestions is to consider the consequences of stress rather than the, the benefits. And tip number nine, the second mental mastery tip is to reframe away from the future potential negative into the current actual positive. And tip number 10, just work out that what works, works, and embed it and choose it. So that's it. Those are my top 10 tips this week. I hope you find them useful, and thanks for listening. Bye for now.